You say tomato, I say tomato. You say Kentucky, I say trucky. Let's call the whole thing off. This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. Pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody. So my wife got mad at me this morning in a way that I found funny and a little bit frustrating. And I want to uh, see if you guys can compete with me in terms of ridiculous reasons why your wife is mad at you in the morning. <laughs> so it's, you know, a nice little Sunday morning, wake up. And, and my wife is, she's up a little like before me and she's huffing and puffing. Like, you know, sometimes you can just tell your wife's mad right. at you. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, honey, what's wrong? And uh, apparently I was farting all night. Wow. <laughs> and the room just had a smell to it. Oh, God. And I know that's not pleasant. You know, it's it's early on your Monday. You're just now waking up and you, you don't really need some fart humor, some fumor. But uh, it's what you're going to get. And it happened to me. And it was just like she was genuinely upset with me. Like she stormed out of the house. She just took my daughter to karate. And she's mad at me right now because I was farting all night. Wow. Uh, yeah, you threw a honey at her. You know, when you refer to your wife as honey, you know you're in trouble. Um, I, I don't know if I actually called her honey. It was just more for the story. I don't really generally call her honey. Well, um, I don't even know if I want to know much more about this argument. But um, Well, it was, I was out late last night with the wife and the kids. We were at this a, a little bit of like a, a gathering. And, you know, there was some, some beers drank, some tequila. Uh-huh. You know, I don't know. Just I, I don't know the combination. So we don't need to go too deep into this. I don't know the combination of things. I'd always, I always, because sometimes you have farts and they smell, and you're like, "What did I eat that made them smell?" So I'm, I'm always wondering what the combination is for smelly farts, but I haven't figured it out yet. But I feel like um, I can't get off this subject quickly enough, but I do want to mention one thing. <laughs> and and your mother uh, would confirm this. Um, she farts too. My mom, big farter. Very early in our marriage, uh, I used to be a farter. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was, but I sort of, that's something I, I outgrew, believe it or not. It used to be wow. something that was a problem for your wife, for my wife, for your mother, and uh, <laughs> and, and it isn't anymore. So, uh, you know, you're welcome, everyone, and that kind of thing. Maybe, so maybe, maybe later in my life, I'll stop farting. That's right. Maybe, maybe. Chris, I, I've gotten in trouble for the same thing, though, like in my sleep when I can't control right, it. Right, that's what, that's the part know? that was like, I get it <laughs> if I'm like just letting them rip like on the couch at night. But I'm sleeping. I had no recollection of any of these farts, and she wakes up genuinely mad at me. And I'm just like, come on. I would put that on a similar level as far as, you know, I've, I've gotten in trouble for the same thing, but maybe in a similar vein. I've also gotten in trouble for dreams that she's had. <laughs> um, and I've done this to her, too. I've, I've had a dream that she cheated on me, and I woke up mad at her and couldn't <laughs> shake it through the day because it felt so real. But, like, she's had two dreams when she was pregnant. Um she had a dream that I had an affair with Angelina Jolie and um, and Angelina came to pick me up on top of this building in a helicopter. There were two ropes <laughs> hanging from the helicopter. She was on one and I grabbed onto the other. And as we rode off into the sunset, my wife's given us double middles the whole way. Um, and then and then she so she woke up mad and was really mad at me about that. See, I feel like your wife there needs to realize like, you know, that's not really gonna That's not a realistic dream you had. Like, I feel like you. What? Why can't I have that dream? Right. I didn't true. have that dream. That's mine. And yeah. the other one was Charlize Theron. She had a dream that I that I had an affair with Charlize. I'm like, I yeah. want that dream. Right. I've never had that dream. Please. I have to say, those dreams are, are very high aiming dreams. I mean, if you're yeah. gonna if you're gonna have an affair, man, it might as well be with those two. 
Um, now, um, Yeti actually mentioned to me, Yeti was down in Florida a few weeks back and he we met. You know, met I with, met his family. Yeah, that was delightful. Yes. And uh, yeah. me and Yeti have been secretly texting about you, about talking about how his wife had a certain, you know, she met you and she had some thoughts. And we were trying to decide whether Yeti should just kind of tell us that or maybe we should do a bit where like my wife and Yeti's wife talk about the first time meeting Greg Cody and just the experience. Well, am it. I going to be flattered or embarrassed by this? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. I want to hear it. The thing is that I think you, what you're good at is you're memorable. Whether it's good or bad, we don't need to get into the details of, but you're not like you're not a C minus. Okay. Like you're either an A plus or like an Uh-oh. F. Yeah. All right. Bring it to me. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So th- this will be the episode where Yeti betrays his wife's right. confidences. That's Thank okay you. though. She already knows I'm going to. Um so so yeah, we got we got to meet up with Greg. Um, I surprised we met up with Jeremy Taché, and and I surprised him. I didn't tell him that Greg was coming, and so he showed up, and that was fun. I love a good surprise. Ah, yeah. Um, I'm big sucker for good surprises. Mm. But um, uh, so Greg walks in, and and we had a great time. He got my ten year old daughter looked like she was completely hungover, and Greg got to make fun of that. Right. Um, <laughs> and she was having a really bad day. And, that was uh, funny. <laughs> and um my son thought every car he saw was a lamborghini even it, even though it was a chevy malibu um and uh but but greg and my wife had a, and we all like were talking but like she really liked talking to him but later she she said when she was talking about his first impressions or her first impression of him she's like because our table is about four feet away from the door um and this guy just kind of stumbles in and just falls into our table essentially. And she was, she was like, I seriously thought it was just like a homeless dude off the street who just kind of walked in and, and fell in our table. Uh, that's, that's a typical. Some disheveled, disheveled yeah. Greg Cody walking in the door. <laughs> and uh, so then I told her that I, that I shared that with Chris and she was like, I was only kidding. I knew it was Greg. I've yeah. seen him and I didn't know she was kidding. So, you know, read into that what you will. You know, <laughs> she was kidding, but it was it's, that realistic. It's the hair. I don't know. And, and now my dad is shaved. So he has like a cleaner look when he has his like goatee gray beard yeah. going and the disheveled hair. That's that's what she's talking about there. It's it's. it's oh, a yeah. Call oh, yeah. Her. No, she am. Uh, but she she did say she finished off the you know, even when she was joking, uh, she finished it off with like. But he's a really funny guy, and I and I really enjoy talking to him. He's good a cover really at nice the end. Man. She has to say yeah, all that. Yeah, That's good. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. But but I will tell you the um uh, the juxtaposition because you went out to Tahoe just a couple days right. later, and that first or that uh, that the morning of your round, so that Thursday in Tahoe, the way you were dressed and everything, the comparison between the picture I took with you <laughs> and the one out on, on there that you know, so the the picture we took together is the the man who my w- wife thought might be homeless. <laughs> Yeah, and the picture that of you out on the golf course—that's a man who's going to take all your money. Yeah, like oh yeah, like th- it was it was such a night and day comparison, <laughs> and it was wonderful, and it's it's everything that is great, right. Cody. So thanks for meeting up with us. Yeah. By the way, it was it was awesome. No My dad has now turned into that guy permanently. We played golf this past weekend again because we got the golf itch. He's wearing long pants out there like an asshole. <laughs> I was wearing my long pants. It was like a thousand degrees out, and I'm wearing black long pants on a golf course. He's got to get his money's yeah, worth. That, that's exactly right. They're eighty dollars pants for crying out loud. Um, but that was fun. Um, in in fact, let's play that little clip from golf, can we? Oh wow, I didn't even mean to do that. Uh, yeah, that, is this an, is this a bell and whistle you have today? Like I thought we were going to have another chill podcast. Like are it we is bell a and chill podcast it? because it's a chill bell, is what it is. Um, you know I love a bell and whistle, so let's uh, let's whistle while we work here. 
<laughs> All right, so I'll I'll set this up for the audience since you're just terrible. Right. Uh, you're the producer. <laughs> Produce the, this round that I'm referencing, where my dad was an asshole wearing long pants. Right. We uh we played some golf with Roy and Tony over the weekend, and we recorded a bit that my dad told me was over four minutes, and now it's only under two minutes. What happened there? Why well, why did you tell me on the course it was over four minutes, and now it's less than? Okay, two I did it on my iPhone in that voice memo thing or whatever you call it, and uh-huh. when it was done. The first number I saw was four colon two seven, so I thought that was the length of what would record it. It, it turns out that we recorded it at four twenty seven p.m. That was the number that oh I mistook God. for the length of the Jesus the thing. <laughs> the other number was one forty, which I really didn't notice. <laughs> so it's nice; it's short and sweet. <laughs> you are the worst. He had some gummies. Mi- he got his gummies mixed up. <laughs> uh, I wish I wish I had that excuse in life for for every dumb thing I do. I wish. Gummies could be an excuse for him, but I'm just thrilled to have rallied in estimation from uh, the homeless guy stumbling in uh, to somebody that uh, that your wife approved of. That means a lot to me. All right, so here's me, Roy, Greg, Cody, and Tony on the golf course. I have no idea what my dad recorded. Roni. Inspired by our recent trip to Lake Tahoe, Christopher and I are playing golf today with Tony and Roy. And uh, those of you who don't know, uh, we on the Levitard show uh, hang out all the time off the air. We have camp, we have campouts, we have light campfires, we uh, have sleepovers. Quite frankly, it's a lot of fun. Tony, uh, you're uh, relatively new to golf. Uh, your great shots are great. Uh, your not great shots, we won't talk about. How would you analyze your golf game? I think you said it perfectly. I think you told me if you take the collection of the five best shots that you hit and the five worst shots that you hit, that you, that's basically your golf game. Yeah. And you can attest, like, the shots that I've hit that have been great have been, like, scratch golf or great. Right. The problem is the shots that I've hit bad, again, we won't talk about. They've been sealed. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I th- I'd say my, my game is okay. Yeah, I'd say so. Christopher. Um, I just decided what I want on my tombstone. You look so awkward talking into your phone. You know what I want on my tombstone? Mm-hmm. I want the following phrase. Marty Fish once said, I have a nice putting stroke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what did I want I, on my I tombstone. While, while I was hitting over there, Tony referred to himself as a scratch golfer. I think he did, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, wait a second. No, no. That was taken out of context. It was. <laughs> water, <laughs> how'd you Roy! Have We're not even on a water hole. <laughs> Roy, how would you describe your golf game in three words? Uh, oh, <laughs> not that good. Not that good. <laughs> not that good, says Roy. All right, but we're having fun out here. We all have party hats on, and uh, we'll catch you later. Bye bye. Now, I love myself some golf course Roy. Roy kind of opens up out there. We weren't even drinking. Generally, generally, how you get Roy to open up is you throw a couple scotches down his throat. <laughs> we didn't We didn't drink at all, none of us, on this round of golf. It's self-America. Roy still, but Roy, that is. <laughs> but Roy had just a vibe to him out there. Roy was having a good time. Roy needs to work on his golf tempo. I think we can agree on <laughs> wow. that, Dad, uh, Dad. Isn't that uh, the truth? He, he, he swings so ridiculously hard. I wish we should have gotten the audio of just one of Roy's swings and the that you hear when he swings. He generally misses the ball half the right. time. Sometimes he'll hit a great shot just like a 90-degree angle. But uh, I, I, Roy, I, I, I have love for Roy's game, even though he's terrible.
Yeah, <laughs> when Roy swings and misses, uh, his club speed is is like a, a Concorde jet. It's like eight hundred and forty miles an hour or something. It he really needs to develop a tempo, and I say that as a lousy golfer. So as a lousy golfer, when I'm giving tips to other golfers, you know yeah. they're pretty bad. You need to sw- you need to swing harder. You're like the opposite. I of know Roy. you like swing too soft. Yeah, I you swing with your stomach, Greg. I noticed. Wow. That. I've never heard. What the hell does that mean? Described that way, but I like it. Watch the swing when you when you shanked it into yeah. the water. It uh, like like your your upswing like comes from your gut <laughs> more than your arms. Now I don't now, even know if this, this is, is me. true. I, I just played golf in nineteen years. I love that. But visual. Like, I love that visual. I don't. But, it, it doesn't really make sense, but I just love the idea of my dad swinging with his. I've gun. never <laughs> heard that spoken in in a golf context. Swinging with your stomach. Well, maybe I'm onto something here, or maybe I'm just full of crap. Either way, we'll we'll learn soon enough. I'm going to play golf. I think I'm going to try to play golf with you guys soon. And uh, when when we do, we'll you, you guys can mock me for all my terrible play. And don't worry, we played with Tony and Roy the other day, so I don't think it can get much. Uh, you know, the standard is not that high. Uh, and I, I mean, Tony referenced in there. I, th- I feel like we oversold Tony a little bit. I'm going to talk shit about him behind his back. I feel like we oversold, his, you know, his best five shots. I don't know if he's a scratch golfer. You compared his best five shots to Marty Fish. I mean, I think we need to pump the brakes well, a little he, bit. He had, I was thinking of that one drive. He hit two great drives. He hit zero drives that Marty Fish would have been happy with. I just He almost you know. outdrove you on that one hole on the back nine. Yeah, and Marty Fish was like like regularly 40 yards by me like i'm like i'm just saying like you said maybe you should have said me like we're getting bogged down in the weeds right. i'm just saying tony you guys you know i feel like you overstated tony's game okay a little bit. um be- before and you you mentioned you mentioned a jet by the way i just want to share this with the audience because i don't think this audience has heard it yet we were on a plane coming back from tahoe yeti i need you to just fathom this we land my dad's sleeping late in the flight my dad took the rare late in the flight nap he like was up for like three and a half hours, but then decided the last half hour of the flight's when I'm gonna take my right. nap. And he slept through the landing, the like the hard boom hitting the ground, the the brakes where it's like, and everyone's momentum is like bringing them forward, like everyone's awake. I love that. And my dad is just chin on his chest, not moving. <laughs> I'm like, is he dead? I see his belly. Speaking of his belly, I see the belly going up and down, so I know he's not dead. <laughs> And it's literally like the most, like, as if we crashed <laughs> and my dad is just out. And then like two and a half minutes later, he very calmly like opens his eyes. Like, what? What happened? I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, I, I, now, this is something where the Gregs are going to have something in common. Oh, God. Go. Not through the landing, Yeti. Not every time, but I have. I've slept through a landing. I've just been that. I try to go on a flight tired because I love being able to sleep on the plane just because it just makes it. You know, I'm I'm large. It, it's it's uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, so if I can sleep through it, great. And so I try and like I've slept through. Now, it wasn't like, you know, I, I really like I kind of woke up when the when the plane would hit like a little bit. But like I just no. look more like, you know, when you wake no, up see, in church. And, you woke you know, up a little. Jarred you and, woke up a little, Yeti. He didn't wake up at all. Look at Yeti trying to be in a what up or dad. I tried yeah. to like say you did something cool. He's like, I've done that. I've done that. I'm just building on, on commonalities here. but Classic like, Greg. Classic Greg. Greg, were you drinking on the way uh, home? I no. don't think so, right? No. So you just you just soberly oh, slept yeah. through it all. That's pretty Did good. Did we just reference a golf round and a flight where Greg Cody wasn't drinking? What is going I on? Don't, 
The earthquake must have really got to it, you. It was crazy. And, and, of course, when I get home from golf the other day, uh, the first thing my wife says to me, because we didn't get home from golf till like, what, 5.30 or something, because we didn't tee off. She till. thought you were going to be hammered. Yeah. She, that's always the assumption when I play a round of golf, particularly when she heard I was playing with you, Roy, and Tony. She's like, how much did you right. drink? And, you know, that kind of thing. So I had to go through that. Did you tell you had to brag. You're like, I just had a Gatorade. Exactly. And I was bragging. <laughs> it, was a, it was a rare opportunity to uh, brag about how uh, sober I was. Um, I want to do, do a, a bit of housekeeping from last week's episode, because when we were referring to the Tahoe trip, we referred to Straw Hat Man, one of the fans of the show, fan of ours, following us for like most of the entire round. And you made fun of me because I referred to him as, as having flown all the way in from Kentucky. Right. We, we both left the round. I was under the impression he was off to work when he left the round, and you were under the impression he was off to fly back to Kentucky. Right. And so there was difference, differing, diff, there was differing, is it differing? A differing opinions. There was, differing, yeah. there was in differing yes. stories, and uh, we had to figure out what was true. I was pretty positive he was going to work, and, and who ended up being right there, me or you? Uh, well, you. It, it turns out, <laughs> it turns out, because we asked him, and he got back to us, and he's not from Kentucky. He's from a, a small city in California called Truckee, T-R-U-C-K-E-E. Mm. Um, which it turns out, I looked it up, distancebetweencities.com or whatever it is, and, and it's basically a one-hour drive. So he did drive. Distances. Yeah, he did drive one hour to come see you, us. Did you literally go distancesbetweencity.com? Yeah, right. I mean, that is, I didn't know that exists. Oh, it's beautiful. I use it all the time. Are you kidding me? I mean, you could do map quests. Like, there's a lot of different ah, ways. You know, like, I, I do it all the time. I love how you just type into Google the most literal thing, and you actually found the website. <laughs> That's right. Distance between cities. I use it all the time. All the time. Now, I love how you're kind of taking a victory here, thinking that this is some sort of win for you. Like, oh, Truckee sounds it like does. Kentucky. It's like, no. How about you listen to somebody when they're talking to you, and you hear it right? Like, why are you taking some sort of pride in this? Well, uh, in, in honor of Straw Hat Man, uh, I, I have a, a small... Uh, jingle here that i'd like to perform it's uh oh wow it'll just take a minute but uh here it is you say tomato i say tomato you say kentucky i say trucky let's call the whole thing off now wow you were really loud there um yet his face is in his hands right now he's mortified <laughs> is it the audio is, is, is it because of the song quality or just my dad's like being way too close to his mic like what was no it's just because i knew where he was going as soon oh, as the first note yeah, left right. his left his and, mouth and yeah. i was uh, this well come on, <laughs> listen as we all know that's uh that jingle is from a song called let's call the whole thing off which was popularized in 1937 for a movie by <laughs> louis armstrong and ella fitzgerald so an homage to two uh, great American singers. How about that? How about that? How'd that housekeeping go for you? I thought it was fantastic. You know, you just made me think of something, and it, and I noticed this in Tahoe. I'm noticing that there are companies, I have two examples of this. There are companies out there that are taking advantage of the fact that we were, I mean, we're still in a pandemic, but like we, in a lot of places, we are kind of, you know, getting back to normal right. life. But there are companies that have, liked the way they did stuff during the pandemic and they're trying to resist going back because they were like, this was just more efficient this way. I have two examples. Ready for it? My daughter's daycare, they were open till five, like they closed for like a, a brief time during the pandemic. And when they opened back up, they were only, they used to be uh, closed at six and they closed at five. They were trying to get that extra hour. And like, finally, after like six months, I'm like, are you guys ever going to go back to 6 p.m.? And they finally did after I complained. Oh, good. 
<laughs> it's like they were trying to just like they're like we, we opened back up after the pandemic and now we close at five and it's like listen you guys used to be open till six you need to go back to that now that's a that's that's a that's a worse example than this other one we were in tahoe they didn't clean our room the entire time we were that's in right, tahoe that's right this is just companies that are like you know what during the pandemic with the whole like you know we don't want to be all over your stuff. Like we're not going to clean your rooms unless you request it. And now they're trying to lean into that because they realize they can have less cleaning people on staff. If they're not cleaning as many rooms, I'm on to you hotels. It's time to go back to cleaning rooms. Okay. My room wasn't cleaned once. I don't like it. Now, was that by design or did someone leave the do not disturb thing on no, the door the whole no, day? They, they told you when you checked in, they're like, Hey, like you can request extra towels and soap, uh. but we're just not cleaning your rooms right yeah, now. Yeah, that was and bizarre. Like, between, I feel like they're doing yeah. that more for like budgetary reasons than like my safety. Yeah, because they contract out. The cleaners are usually from a contracted company, yeah. and you know, the less they have them come in and clean, the less they have to pay them. We actually, when we were in Legoland, um, on our way back from from uh, South Florida, we um, uh, we stopped in, or, or we we stayed at the Legoland hotel, and they actually took care of of our stuff every day. Yeah. Um, which was which was really nice, but we also um, we were in Florida, and you know nothing ever existed there. Uh, <laughs> I, but I want I want people to let us know other examples of businesses using the pandemic to like be lazy post pandemic. Yeah the the no hotel I feel like the no hotel service in in Lake Tahoe was pretty startling. I'd forgotten that. I'm glad you mentioned that because. That was pretty jarring. That's the first time I've ever stayed in a hotel longer than one night where I have not heard a knock on the door from somebody wanting to clean my room. It was weird. Um, I have a, a, a an announcement to make that is so big that I want us to add like a flourish of trumpets or something to this announcement because uh, I've teased these Greg Cody show decals. Make them sad, make them sad trumpets, Yeti. <laughs> make them sad All right. trumpets. Sounds okay. good. Sounds good. I don't want this to be impressive. I want this to be a sad No, no, no this is huge. Okay, I've referenced that we have a thousand Greg Cody show decals. Uh, and are you stingy with those? Yeti, did you get any of those when you guys met? I did, I did. They, he pulled them out of his uh, sweaty shirt pocket. How many did so he I give you? So I have the essence of Greg Cody <laughs> onto a few How, how many did he give you? Because I'm, I want to make fun of him for like the way he's been One, doing this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. 11, and I, I've given away five. Wow, so wow. You got 16. Like that, yeah. My dad really likes you. Like you're actually on the staff. <laughs> so that's why you got like, and that, that was a... Wow, that cannot believe! My dad has been handing these out to random people. The guy that hooked us up in Tahoe, Nick. Oh, oh Nick, you are. We love Nick. Mwah. I can Thanks, kiss Nick. Nick right now. Yeah, he. So that's a man who who deserves at least what you got, Yeti. I mean, you Yeti deserve more. My point is, my dad got a thousand of these. He should be handing these out like stacks of fifty to people like you and Nick. <laughs> he gave Nick like three. Well. And I'm just like, you are being so stingy with these that you have no, nothing to do. Like you have, this is why you have these to give them to Yeti, to give them the Nick. Like you're going to end up with 600 of these just sitting in your office okay. forever. All right. It, why are you so stingy with well, these? Well, you know. The, Paid like, how much did you pay per one? Uh, I think they end up costing like nine cents each or something. Okay. So you gave Yeti about 75 cents. No, I gave him of- like 15, I think. Didn't I, Yeti? What's I'm bad at Somewhere math. Somewhere around there. Like a dollar. Yeah, a dollar fifty. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm bad at math. I can't believe I just did that math that terribly. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Good lord. Um All right, explain yourself. Why are you so stingy with these? Um be, because um my intention in ordering a thousand 
was not to give them to people I know and be presumptuous, like, hey, have 15 of these, and they're thinking, you know, one will do it, you know, don't. So I want to give them to listeners. I want to give them to fans of the show. Which Nick is. I know he is, but whatever. Let's not let's not uh, revisit that. I'll, I'll mail him a thousand. How's that? But anyway, uh, I am now going to announce how you, the listener, can get a free Greg Cody Show decal, and maybe even two. Just one. Just well, one. no, I think I'm going to put two in, okay? Wow. But here's the here's the, the catch, listener. You have to do something for the show. No, no it involves you possessing a stamp and an envelope. Now, if you're over the age if you're under the age of 30, you probably don't even know what a stamp is. Okay? What you have to do is you have to uh, send a self-addressed stamped envelope with your name and address on it. Put that in an envelope addressed to me. Greg Cody, care of the Levitard Show, the Clevelander. What's happening right now? I'm giving the address. You, talk- you okay. mail a self. So they have to send. Okay, they have to send their postages, so they have to pay for right. it. Right. They, they, yeah, this is going to cost you uh, the the cost of a stamp to get two free two decals. Stamps. Two stamps. Okay. Two stamps. Mail your self addressed stamp stamped envelope to Greg Cody, care of Levitard Show, the Clevelander, ten twenty. Ocean Drive, Miami Beach, Florida, 33139. Okay, I'm going to repeat that at the end of this podcast. I thought this was going to be like a fun competition, but it's just you reading addresses out onto the You, you want to have a fun competition? What do we? Who wants to compete to get a decal? I'm offering to mail people a free decal. A competition. You know what? I'm in. Let's do it. I feel like I hope now that you just get bombarded with these, so you have to spend the next week just like sending out like hundreds of. Yeah, these. that's what worries me. Uh, and and yeah. this is another example, one of many, where I truly do need a staff, um, not the big long staff that a a, a fan a fan mailed to me. <laughs> Can but- we talk about that? Let's talk about this because Yeti, I think, knows the guy that sent this to you, and like. I am. I want to videotape just the process of how we get this from the Clevelander to your house because you have a Corvette. I can barely fit in it just as a passenger. So (laughs) I don't know how we're going to get this thing home. I don't either because it's literally. Am I exaggerating? It's eight feet long. I mean, it's it's, at least at least it's like the size of of a. It's bigger than any player in the NBA. Taller. And um, when I buy a shovel at Home Depot. I have trouble fitting it into my car. So I literally <laughs> cannot bring this um, this staff home. I'm going to have to, like, it's a free staff, the beautiful staff that a fan of the show mailed. I, you know what? I got it. I got what? it. We're going to have Yeti, our staff. We're going to have our staff fly down into Florida and then bring you your staff. Okay. You know what, guys? I'm in. I'll do it. I'll do it for the team. Anything for the show. So, um, yeah. Let me let me is, get, make those arrangements. Is there I'll another? Down and we will we yeah. will figure out a way to get that staff out of Dan's face because we don't want him, you know, getting too frustrated with you. Um, and try to figure out a way to get it to your house to where your wife can yell exactly. at you about it. Who sent that for, to him? Like, let's show some. So that was a, that was a Chris from the Finger Lakes. You can find him on Twitter at CJ Mao. C J M O W. Wow. C J Mao. It was very nice of him, and it's a beautiful staff. It's like varnished wood. It's bejeweled. It has uh, all of our names engraved. I mean, it, it truly is uh, appreciated. The the jewels were a, a, a bit much. They're clearly glued on. Right. A couple of them <laughs> fell already. 
I feel like the carving and the wood were enough. I feel like the jewels were a little too look at me, Chris. Yeah. I just want to. How's the magic supposed there. to work without the crystals, you know? That's fair. Um, no, but no, he did a, he did great work. He was sending me updates all along, and I was really excited for the to see what the reaction would be when you got it. And and of course, you know, in true Greg fashion fashion, I was very excited to see my name on there. Right. So, you know, oh, your name's on there? there. Oh, your name? I didn't even notice that. Your name's on there too. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. I, I haven't inspected the entire uh, staff, so I don't uh, I don't know who's yeah. on there and who isn't. But um, well, you're getting up there in age. You should be inspecting your staff on a regular basis. That's a good point. Speaking of our staff doing work, and that's not really what we were talking about, but Yeti did some work for us on his recent family vacation. I believe it's another bell and whistle that we have in this episode. Which one of you two wants to tee up this gem? Uh, I'd like Yeti to tee it up because he uh, he authored this uh, this content. Yeah, so I mentioned earlier we, were, we, we spent a couple of days at Legoland. We opted to stay at the Legoland Hotel. We did that a few years ago out in California, and it was a lot of fun, so we tried it down in Florida. Look at you, always working, on vacation, but you're like, you know what, honey, I got to go do some content. Look, when a star like Greg Cody opens the door and allows you time on his show, you've got to make the most of it. You got, I always have to make sure that... And I- boy, did you do that, Yeti. You did it. <laughs> and how did I do that? We were out at the pool our last night there. And and, and, as, and as people on the show re- know, we like to interview people with obscure, odd jobs. So you found something that was kind of up our alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, I was like, you know what? The lifeguards have to have some have some stories. And so I decided to see what would happen. So fired up the old uh, recorder on the phone and, and had a little chat with a couple of the lifeguards out at Legoland Hotel, Florida Resort. Let's hear it. I don't know why I did that. Let's just play the interview. This is Yeti Blanc here for the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody. I'm here with a couple of lifeguards at the Legoland Florida Resort Hotel. I'm going to ask them a couple of questions. All right, so how long have you been a lifeguard here? Around five months. Okay. Is that how long you've been a lifeguard, period, or have you uh, been doing this for a while? That's uh, that's about it in total. (laughs) All right, so our lives are in the hands of someone who's been here for five months. Okay, so what's the weirdest thing that's happened in one of these pools? Like, maybe something risque? Have you uh, have you had to get after somebody for maybe getting a little too tipsy? Um, I gotta say there have been a lot of uh, drunk parents. Um, any, <laughs> any notable stories? I had a guy get mad at me like two years ago uh, because we couldn't change the weather. We were shut down for like 30 minutes and he started getting Wait, mad at me. So there was Super a guy who got dude. mad at you because you couldn't change the weather? Yeah. So it started raining and he got really mad. Yeah, we had to close down the park and we were shut down for about 10, 20 minutes maybe. Uh, and this guest came up to me and started complaining to me that we couldn't change the weather because it was raining and he paid too much to be here. <laughs> okay, so in your five months here, how many times have you had to shut down the pool for poop? Oh, um, I've had a couple scenarios. Uh, personally, I have obviously, you know, never like had to take care of it. It's always the lead's duty, which is like the one reason I don't want to become a lead. But um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've had a, I've had a couple situations, but you know, there are some bright sides, I guess. <laughs> what is the oldest you've seen someone poop in the pool? Ooh. Anyone over the age of fifteen? Oh, for sure. Thirty? <laughs> for sure, man. Sixty-five. Way over. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, do you pee in the pool? Um, duh. I'm still No, duh. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Once again, this is Yeti Blanc signing out from the Legoland Resort, Florida, on behalf of the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real cream! Hey, cool cats! Tired of suffering from prolonged virginity? Want to attract the kittens like a fancy lad? Well, a little dab will do you, and two will do you double. Brill cream! Guys, put your hands on your tube and squeeze. Brill cream! Dabbing it! Real cream! A little dab will do you! Brill cream! What's the matter to you? Fancy lad must always look so debonair! Real cream! Now, as somebody who's kind of started this conversation in uh, the peeing in pools and making it cool and making it acceptable, the idea of these water parks and the amount of people peeing in these pools does make me a little uneasy. Like, I'm cool with it at a house party with 10 people where, like, every hour, maybe one person's peeing in the pool. When you have, like, you're a water park with hundreds of kids, the amount of pee that's in that pool and like that, those waters kind of makes me a little uneasy, I have to be honest. Yeah, I don't know if there's ever, if, if there's any amount of chemical you can pour in there to, uh, to mitigate those circumstances. But there we were, you know, what are you going to do? That was an interview, Yeti. Look at you. Look at you, Eddie. By the way, contributing content. Somebody, somebody told me, and I don't know whether this is true. Maybe there's a chemist uh, in our audience who can confirm. Somebody told me that there is a chemical that you can put in a pool that detects when somebody urinates. All of a sudden, if you're pissing in a pool, what you you think nobody sees is like a big purple See, cloud. This, I feel like this is a myth. I've always heard about this this chlorine that does exactly what you're right. saying, but I've never seen it. Never yeah, seen never it once. never seen it in the wild. Look, if any of our listeners have seen yes. that in the wild, actually seen it happen, if you've got it on video for something other than that Adam Sandler movie, um, you know, send it to us. Yeah. Let, let, let's see or, t- or, or tell us about it. Because my dad would always make that reference. I want too. home footage. I don't want some yeah. YouTube clip of it. I want some yeah. home footage. Yeah, look, if you've got that in your pool right now, go pee in your yep. pool and record yourself <laughs> doing it and then send it to us. And we'll Please. interview We'd you next week. We'll interview yeah, you next hotel, week. Hotels would be it. terrified of that because if that happens, <laughs> you have to clear the whole pool and you have to yeah. drain yeah, the whole pool. That's bad for business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. That's bad yeah. form. That's bad form. If I ever am in a pool and I pee and like that would happen to me, like, oh, I would be so embarrassed. I'd be like, what a mean thing for this pool to do. <laughs> 
Yeah, and 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 uh, yeah, Greg made it. That's a great point, Greg. It's like they don't want people to know, oh, right. like like that 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 goes on. My dad would always make you know tell stories about it too, and and he he tried to say that happened to him. But look, Dad would tell some fish stories for sure. Yeah. So, it, like it just yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, Chris. I think it's mostly a myth. Yeah. I want to. Um, we're technically a, a sports podcast, so uh, I, I feel like legally obligated at least once a week to uh, at least <laughs> at least mention something remotely sporty. Oh. Um, I got something sports related. I am love. I love the Open Championship because I get to watch the, the the important holes early on my oh, Sunday. Oh yeah, we are we are currently recording this at ten o'clock on Sunday morning, and I'm watching Louis Louis and Jordan Spieth on like they're like they have already started and they're the leaders. Right. Like this is just first world problems. But I want this every week. Yes, I don't like this four. I don't like this two thirty p.m. tee off on Sundays for the big right. groups. I, I'm with you. I like. I like a nine twenty five a.m. final group yes, tee off. Yes, it's a beautiful a thing. Did you see Speed three putt the eighteenth hole? I mean, I rarely three no. putt. It's like ridiculous. That's not true. No, you do it regularly, <laughs> but I- I'm with you. The point stands. Like I love. Did you just reference one golfer having a three putt? Like it's some like yeah. crazy thing. Yeah. When did you see that three putt? It's listen, like- <laughs> Jordan Spieth was leading the tournament, and he three putts the eighteenth hole to drop three strokes okay. off. I mean, that's a all right. He he he, he immediately went to the putting green. He was like all over himself uh, with yeah. uh, distress. But um, uh, the Summer Olympics are starting. Okay, now people and and you know the the big event is going to be avoiding COVID because it's, these Olympic games were postponed from last summer to this summer. They should have been delayed again because COVID is spiking all over Tokyo. But they're going on with them anyway with no fans and. Uh, you know, I'm still into it. Uh, the the things I'm really looking forward to are in in this order: um, U.S. women's soccer, um, Simone Biles, the gymnastics goat, uh, Katie Ledecky, who in swimming is nearly Simone Biles, and then the U.S. men's basketball team. Uh, are you guys at all excited about the Tokyo Olympics or no? Yeah, I'm about as normal as normally excited as I would be. I'm I'm about as excited as I normally would be. Um, I'm, it's, I feel like I'm more interested, honestly, to watch the opening ceremonies to see how strange it is without oh, fans. Oh, that's going to be weird. <laughs> like that almost has me more intrigued than it normally would. Cause I'm, my, my wife honestly is more into the Olympics than I am in terms of like, I like sports year round and she loves the Olympics right. more than other sports. So she's more into it than I am, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see all the things you just said. I, I like a good, you know, I've been I got a lot of shit on the Levitard show a few weeks back for saying no one cares about gymnastics, which no one does. But this is the month or the th- the three weeks out of every four years that we do care about gymnastics. So I will be like the rest of America and I will fake pretending to like gymnastics for the next three weeks and root for Simone Biles to kick ass. She's the best. I'm not this is not me criticizing Simone Biles. This is me kind of criticizing you and the rest of America and acting like we're big gymnastics fans when really we just tune like well, tune in for the Olympics. I, I agree. I agree with you that when it comes to the, the classics in this category are gymnastics, uh, swimming, and track and field. Basically, we are passionate. <laughs> like, you like you got a mo- you got emotional well, there. <laughs> I, I pulled it. I pulled the two gots, and all of a sudden my my throat started doing something very weird. You were like. <laughs> Uh, but <laughs> I just I just like gymnastics, <laughs> right? But uh, in those three sports, I agree. It's it's once every four years for two weeks. We're passionate about things we couldn't give a shit about the rest of the four years. Right. But, but why can't it just be that? My point is is like let's just admit 
we're frauds with gymnastics. We tune in for the big stuff. But like, like, like you know, I'm, I'm taking my anger out on you for people on the Levitard show that were coming at me acting like they were big gymnastics but fans. The difference, like, Get over the difference is Simone Biles. We, we, right. She's she's great. I mean, right. she is like historically great. She's like right. Tom Brady great and beyond. Uh, what she's doing. Wow. And by the way, she's like an old lady right now for gymnastics at age 24. And she's still the favorite to win all these goals. It's. So is this her last one? You I think, think it's it probably is, but she is so great that if you told me she's still going to be competing four years from now at age twenty eight, I'd be like, yeah, very plausible. Um, yeah, right. I think with her skill level, that it's really just up to her. If if she wants to do another one, right, awesome. But yeah, but, but when you're but, Simone um, Biles, like I'm gonna I'm gonna come out with a good gymnastics take right here. I'm gonna be a real fraud. When you're gym, when you're Simone Biles and you are on that goat status, you might want to just if you if you crush it this Olympics. Why would you want to come back and be like, I'm sure there will be somebody on the team that's probably better than her when she's 28, right? They're, yeah. Like, even if she's still at the level she can be on the team, if I'm Simone Biles, I want to go out as a goat. Like, I don't right. want to come back that's, and be the second best player. That's a good point. Like and, and you're describing a ser- uh, scenario that's uh, similar to what Michael Phelps went through in swimming, where for yeah. two Olympiads in a row, he is the goat. I mean, he's the guy nobody yeah. can catch. And then he comes back and does one more uh, four years later. And he's not, you know, he's still good, but he's not the Michael Phelps that we've been accustomed to. Yeah, but but if she's your second best, let's say four years from now, she decides to come back because of, you know, even just from the team perspective, you know, uh, getting another gold medal. And if she's your second best, I don't know who's beating you. You know, yeah. if they found someone to surpass her, because I don't know that the drop off in the next four years will be so great that like someone surpassing her would be, well, she just devolved and someone passed her. I think it would be because someone else is almost as great as she is right now, close to it, you know, combined with her dropping off. And like, like, man, that if you can find someone to be just a little bit better her than her four years now and she wants to come back, that's going to be a really hard team right. to beat. Gymnastic. And so maybe she wants another gold. Gymnastic so who knows? Takes. <laughs> Gymnastic takes, well, that's right. She, my final thought is she's so great that I think she wants to go out on top. I don't see her as somebody who's going to compete at 28 if she thinks that she's going to settle for a bronze medal in one uh, category. You know, she's Man. she's gold or nothing, Simone Biles. You got me thinking now, Greg's final thought could be a segment. I mean, that is just... It's profound, right? It's, and now it's time for Greg's final thought. Yeah, we... We need imaging for that. It's fantastic. Uh, Dad, uh, let's have an on show. Let's have a late in the show on air meeting about today's show. Um, I I don't think we're going to have time for Mount Gregmore. Uh Oh, wow. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I think like we're a little late right now. Like people are thinking, what late? We're a podcast. Why would you like, it doesn't matter how long you go. You can go as long as you want. We're, we're on. Why is it that we, we need to stick to a time, like a time crunch? Like where are we located? Uh, Exactly. So why can't we do Gregmore? No, Dad. <laughs> this is where you pick up and you say, we're, "Well, we're on Sirius XM every week, so that's why we have to keep to like." Oh, right. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I, I just asked you why we have a time restriction, even though we're a podcast. Right. The, the time restriction is that we're on Sirius XM uh, every week, Mondays from five to six p.m. on channel. What channel is it, Christopher? One forty-five. Ah, whatever. Like Look it up. It's not actually. We're not actually on radios, though. Like we're only on like computers. We're not in cars. I know, which is like useless, right? It's like yeah. I'm calling out whoever's responsible for that because if you're on Sirius XM, but people can't hear you in your car, what's the point? But uh, but if you're listening right now on Sirius XM, thanks for listening. Exactly. Uh, I, I want to say one more thing. Do you guys 
know what happened in Miami with Lionel Messi Thursday night, a few nights ago? No. Okay, Lionel Messi, he just won uh, Copa America with Argentina, a big championship for him personally. And he's celebrating. He has a, he has a place in Miami, a $7.3 million condo in Miami, luxury condo. And uh, he was here, long story short. And Thursday night, he went to a, a Miami Italian restaurant called Cafe Ragazzi. And there was a mob. I mean, I don't know how people found out about it, but when he's coming out of that restaurant, hundreds of fans were surrounding him. And, and he's got like two bodyguards with him all the time. And he could barely navigate getting through that crowd. So fanatical were all these people. And of course, what is going on with your breathing? I I'm sorry. Like, I just need to cut in right there. Like, if, Yeti, are you hearing this too? Like, we're leaving this in. Like, I, you're doing this thing where it's like you're in between breaths. You're like, <gasps> like I, I, I don't know I, if it's Zoom or if it's something. In, I don't know in if the, the I hope the podcast sure. is picking it up. If not, we might have to just cut this. But uh, it's just like I, the last like 10 minutes, like you just <laughs> like you're just you sound so like fr like fragile. I, like, I'm just like. Anyways, all right. Messi was getting mobbed. His security couldn't handle it. What? Ha I'm sorry. Keep no, going. I'm and, and I've detected nothing inwardly about uh, any weird breathing breathing patterns. But um, <laughs> make that breathing patterns. But uh, no, it, it 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 all leads to the fact that uh, Messi's about to sign a new five year deal to finish his uh, career with Barcelona, his club team, and then supposedly, reportedly, come right. to Inter Miami to, to, Hell yeah. to finish his playing career. And it, it's just the scene that I painted there outside that restaurant tells you the fanaticism that yeah. Messi, uh, you know, creates in South Florida. And he... It, that sucks, though. I, that made me just feel sad for Messi. Why? I don't know. It's just like the dude can't go out to dinner without getting oh, mobbed and feeling like... He's so used to that, but... Um, uh, I, I'm sure it's flattering to him, e even at this point. I mean, us celebrities, we don't like being pestered in public. <laughs> like, just leave us alone, okay? Like, God, the one guy in Tahoe that was like, hey, Chris from Levitard, like, enough. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure, because, you know, your fame and Messi's fame, they are comparable. I mean, you know, they're... Tomato, tomato, Trucky, Kentucky. I mean... Exactly. That's that's exactly right. <laughs> so, the, the the larger point is that I don't care if Messi's 39 and 40 years old when he plays down here. He's still going to fill stadiums with love and, and adulation. Um, and by the way, if you're Lionel Messi in a restaurant, they never let you pay, right? The, everything is gratis, and then you leave a $300 tip. How does that work if you're Messi yeah, in a restaurant? That's probably how it works. Um, right. Yeah. That's probably how it works. Yeah, nobody... Uh, <laughs> yeah, good, good, good... Uh, I mean, it's just like, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. We're going to wrap it up now. I want to give that address one oh, more God. time. Uh, if you want a Greg Cody show decal, <laughs> uh, send a self-addressed stamped envelope to Greg Cody, care of Lebetard show, the Clevelander, 1020-1020 Ocean Drive, Miami Beach, Florida, 33139. And we'll get one or two stickers out to you. Um, and, and and I want to apologize on the front end to the nice people that work the front desk at the Clevelander for this inf influx of mail that my dad is bringing upon you. That's right. Um, <laughs> the poor people that we don't even really work for anymore. They just kind of like let us stay in, like, you know, not let us. I'm sure. I'm sure Dan's paying a lot for that, that rent. But right. uh, <laughs> well, I cleared this with Mike Ryan. He said it was OK for us to do this. That's why we're doing it. And uh, it's going to be. Now, how did he say it was OK? 
Was it sure, Greg? That's you know great, what it was. Or I know what it was. My, dad's, it my anyway. dad sent a long text, and then Mike just like put the thumbs up like thing on the text. <laughs> no, it it actually was a lukewarm approval uh, by Mike Ryan. Something to the effect. I guess that'd be all right. You know, something, one of those kind of responses. So, (laughs) Well, I mean, because it is like, it's just such a ridiculous, like you just like, hey, Mike, can I bother you with something? Me. Yeah, it is. Uh, It is ballsy of me to just. (laughs) You could have just, you should have just called him. And then like when he answered, like, here's ring, ring. Hello. Just say me. Yeah. But you know what? Because Mike was kind enough to do that, I'm going to throw him a a free Greg Cody show decal. So just one though. Yeah, just just one. one. So we're going to, we're going to do that for him. Um, Podcast family. Thanks as always for listening. Uh, Special shout out to the Dominican Republic and Portugal. Why? Because those are two countries who uh, follow us every week. We're always charting in those countries in addition to the USA. And, uh, and I really appreciate that. So if you're listening in Santa Domingo or Lisbon, Portugal, uh, shout out to you all. And um, uh, catch us all again next week. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. I think you need to go have a nice cry. You sound a little emotional the last 10 minutes <laughs> <Right>. of this. <laughs> Just go in your bedroom right now. Put your head in your pillow because no, you know, you don't like to let other people, you don't want to be vulnerable and let other people hear you cry. Just do one of those cries where you just go like screaming, crying into your pillow, but no one can hear it because you're doing it into the pillow. You know what though? They're tears of joy. Toy.